I'm Emma Dorn and you're listening to Mischief Makers Podcast, brought to you by Every Mum and Pettifaloo, whose mission is to champion kids' development from the inside out. On this four-part podcast series, I talk to some amazing guests all about the mischief they got up to as kids, as well as with their own kids, to prove once and for all that mischief minds go further. Sometimes mischief gets a bad rap. What can be frowned upon is totally normal curiosity and an essential part of becoming a strong and spirited kid. We want to turn the perception of mischief on its head. Leaning into Pettifaloo's little rascal heritage, we are reframing mischief as a force for good, championing and celebrating mischief and mischief makers to show that not only is mischief healthy, but a sign of great things to come. This podcast is brought to you thanks to Pettifaloo, the only daily dose of goodness that nourishes kids' strength and encourages their spirit. Renee, thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. So first things first, I can see it in your eyes already that you are perhaps a little bit of a mischievous person. Were you a mischievous child? I guess so. I was the youngest of four kids. So I think with, you know, the title of the youngest, you kind of, you have to kind of, don't you? Yes. And was it boys and girls? Yeah. One sister who is like, was the angel of the family and still Mm. is. Um, And two brothers. And then I was kind of the black sheep. Oh. I always got up to no good. I think, obviously, I'm the youngest in my family as well. I think sometimes things, the youngest can get ditched with things that aren't to do with the youngest. Yeah, like you get blamed for everything. You yeah, know, not black sheep, yeah, yeah. scape, scapegoat. I mean, and then it kind of, for me, turned into a bit of a black sheep. I kind of embraced embraced it. Mm. So when you were getting, <laughs> so the siblings, were they getting involved in the mischief now? Or was, who were you relying on to help you out with a bit of mischief? Um, I suppose it kind of ping pong around that. Well, no, my sister kind of stayed out of it because she didn't do anything wrong her entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, the brothers, it would kind of go back and forth. So I have a brother who's two years older than one who's four years older. Um, and sometimes my brother who's two years older would blame me for things that I didn't do. I'd get in trouble. Then my oldest brother would mm-hmm. beat on him. And then he'd beat on me and then my mom would swim in and it was just like no one actually knew who, who was doing what. Although I do vividly remember once. Um, I was just going to say, so your, your friends were very important to you growing up. Yeah. Okay. Um, I remember like running in our side garden and my brother who's two years older than me. We're like best friends now, but I not growing up. Yeah. And he was getting me with, you know, those like pellet guns, like the BB guns. Oh, yeah. Like properly like hunting me down, like Quasar style. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if we'd call that mischief or something else. No, that's not not mischief. (laughs) When I I think of mischief, I think of, you know, just little, little things. Because I think it's uh, pretty, like before it's gotten a bad rap. So go on. No, that's, <laughs> that's just that's, violence. That's just that's yeah, just yeah. older brother yeah, yeah. just tormenting a younger sister. Um, but when I think of mischief, I think of, well, yes, I, I get the older brother thing. There wouldn't have been much mischief with them, but more like with my friends growing mm. up. You know yeah. what I mean? Doing like little I always things. like to scare people and I still do. You still do? I do. My wife says I'm terrible at scaring people. So like sometimes I will 
like I'll really set it up and I'll really commit to it. Like I'll hide for, you know, a good <laughs> 10 minutes and then I'll be waiting there. And I know she's, and I'm checking her on like find my friends to see where she is with, with the kids. And I'll like, if I get home early from work and I'll like wait behind the door and I like don't breathe. And then she just walks in. And before I have a chance to be like, ah, she's like, I know you're behind the door. So when I try to scare her, it doesn't work. She just, she knows. But then if I try not to scare her, so if I'm like coming home late and I don't want to, you know, and she has her AirPods in and she's cooking and I don't want to like completely like give her a heart attack. So I'm trying to like be really quiet to like, just be like, babe, I'm home. (laughs) And if I do that, she absolutely jumps out of her skin. So I don't know. I just think scaring people is funny. That is, it yeah. Is. And, and, but you've never done it successfully on purpose. No, but I've done it many times without trying. To do it yeah. with your... With the kids. kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you they see think this? It's so yeah, funny. yeah, it is good, isn't it? And then they try to do it back, but they'll just keep going back to the same place. They don't kind of get it. It's kind of like, <laughs> yeah. you're like, you know, kind of like if you're playing hide and seek. Yeah. And they're like... Okay, it's my turn. And they just go back to the same place again and again. I think it's it's the anticipation of getting caught. I know. Because they know it's they're like going to get caught. Yeah, yeah. It's like that adrenaline kind of like, it's like fear slash excitement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, so what are, your, what are your girls like? Are they little mischievous girls? So I hope they are. <laughs> oh, they, they absolutely yeah. are. Um, and they've got brothers cramped in their style, have they? It's all women in our house. Even, yes. the, do- even the dog. <laughs> um, oh, perfect. So, no, they're, they're very, they love to have fun. And yes. We just, we have so much fun together. The oldest one is more cautious. Okay. Um, she is a bit of a drama queen, but she's very proper, very particular. Her sister is 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 a character. She's very funny. And yeah. she has an alter ego called Hayawata. <laughs> and I have no idea where it came from, but she goes around the house just trying to make us laugh. <laughs> no idea where it came from. You don't know and what it is. She or, just, yeah. she's like completely, I, I don't even know, but she makes us laugh all day. Yeah. So she's kind of discovered then like you know, do the character be the wish. And her timing <laughs> is impeccable. Oh, wow. Impeccable. Um, so both Have of our Have other girls- people seen this now? Or oh, is it yeah. just... Well... Okay. Yes and no. I mean, I would record them a lot. So a lot of people <laughs> would see them on the internet. <laughs> but sometimes like in real life, you know, in, in the moment with new people. Yes. She would completely shut down and just be super, super quiet and clingy. But also like most of her life was COVID. So yeah, yeah of course. Um, but around people she knows. Yeah, she's complete comic. Um, yeah. She, both of our girls obviously don't have a dad and what w- were their first words for both of them dad yeah Da-da. it's just a reflex yeah I it think. is a reflex all white kids but then but then they knew but then they knew and aria one of the funniest things she's ever done was we were getting we were doing like this video shoot with like a filmographer for like okay, so i'm just on tender hooks now because like where's this going <laughs> <laughs> we were doing like for the the um the anniversary of the marriage referendum and yeah. we were shooting up at Dublin Castle and we were working with this guy who's a lovely guy and um, 
we were, we were just filming for a couple of hours. And then we went back to the car and said bye to this guy, mm-hmm. um, got the kids in, buckled them in, you know, the whole hoopla of doing that. Both of us got in passenger seat, driver's seat, closed the doors. And it was like that beat of silence. Like literally it was just perfect timing. Mm-hmm. And she said, where's Dada gone? <laughs> And it was the most beautiful delivery of a line ever. And she knew. She yeah, knew she okay. was being funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She knew what she was at. Yeah. I'll have to meet her. <laughs> you do. <laughs> it sounds like she's going to be on the comedy scene very soon. And um, is there ways now that you can see that you maybe encourage or like support mischief in the girls? Yeah, I mean, I think if you were to spend any amount of time with the two of us, you'd see very quickly that like our life is kind of centered around play and just, you know, being silly with each other. Um, Yeah, we fully encourage them to play tricks on each other, on us. Um, And it's safe at home. Yeah. That's the the thing I think is lovely about like, you know, giving someone a fright or all that stuff. You can only like that's at home or that's with cousins or like people you're very close to. You can't be rocking that out in like Montessori or school or whatever. It's just not going to, it's not going to fly. No, not really. Um, Yeah. And they love to like role play and like they make each other be cats and dogs and, you know, just silly silliness. Yeah. You know, turned around once and the two of them are in the dog's crate. (laughs) The dog's like. What is it about those dog crates for kids? It's like absolute magnets to yeah. and dog beds. I've yeah. had kids in dog beds. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Well, not. But they've gotten into the dog. That's <laughs> like I've had kids. I've had kids in dog. No, I've had my kids crawl into dogs' beds. And you know the way. Like if it's been a long day, you're just like, just do it. It's fine. It's it's fine. There's nothing wrong with dog beds. And what's the age gap between them? Um, two years and four months. Okay. So yeah. very close. Yeah. Yeah. And if you were to say anything to yourself, say before you came, became a parent mm. about play or mischief or whatever, would you have any advice for yourself that maybe you didn't know until you were a parent? I guess, well, number one, there's nothing like play through your child's eyes, mm, you know, yeah. and getting to kind of relive, you know, and experience things again that maybe you didn't get to experience fully. Um, and maybe if you didn't, you know, for some people who maybe didn't have the best um, background, the best childhood, to be able to experience that like just pureness and that simplicity of just having fun and being yeah. silly. Um, it's, there's nothing like it, you know, um, I'd also say to myself to just kind of relax, you know, you don't have to be a super serious parent yeah, to be a good one. That's so true. Not a lot of people actually talk about that. You can still be a fun parent who, you know, has like rules mm-hmm. in place and everyone knows the boundaries and, mm-hmm. you know, what's, you know, a good like behavior and all that but you can still have fun at the same time definitely and yeah. just all, 
all that stuff about like that you see it again through your own child's eyes, you really don't fully appreciate that until it happens. Because, I mean, how many times have I gone to see Santa and I'm still getting excited about him? I know. I'm so getting excited. <laughs> but you're not excited to see him. You're excited to see your, your kids' yeah, reactions. Yeah. Oh, totally. Yeah. You know, even, yeah, like we, we lost two teeth recently and the excitement. Yes. But I feel like she kind of knows that it's not real, but she's playing into it because she knows how excited we are about it. Yeah. You yes. know? I don't know. I like I totally I was totally into the fairies when I was a kid. Yeah. Totally. Used to leave them notes. Oh, letters. yeah. No, she wrote a bit. She named her fairy. She wrote a big, long letter. Oh, um, OK. Sounds like she's yeah. pretty good friends she's with fairies. She's got Fiverr. 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 For a tooth. For a tooth. But for the first tooth, second tooth, she got two euro. OK. I, I mean, you couldn't say. keep that up. The fairies, <laughs> they've had like since COVID they've and all got, that. They've gone through like inflation and yeah. pandemics and whatnot. So and the whole con yeah. contactless thing is really, <laughs> yeah, no, you could, they couldn't keep no. that up. No. They really couldn't. Um, so I suppose when, it, if, I, if you were to describe mischief in, in your sense of it, so like say your house or yourself mm -hmm. or... Um, how would you describe it? Because I think it means something different to everybody. It just means fun to me. Yeah. It's fun. It's it's nothing bad. It's nothing um, dangerous. It's fun. It's easy. It's silly. So, yeah. So when you were talking there about your own girls and little tricks in the house, is that how they, like, is that how they play together? Yes. I mean, okay, sisters two years apart, anyone who has a sister, you, you know, you kill each other and they absolutely yeah, kill each other. Yeah, especially when you're young, that's, it probably feels big. And only as you get older, yeah. you're like, oh, yeah. we're, you know, we're so close in age. But they are also the best, best, best of friends. I've never seen, you know, a bond like mm. what they have. And I feel like when they play and when they're silly together, that is just heightened so much the way that Ava laughs at her little sister is the best sound in the world like this whole like alter ego that she has that's really just for her sister because she sees how much it makes Ava come out of herself you know I said Ava can sometimes be a little bit more serious a little bit more reserved and when she sees her sister being silly, that goes out the window. And where do you think the girls get their mischievous side from? So I think from both of us, uh, we, my wife and I actually met um, in acting school. Mm. So my wife originally was going to be an actor and then went into stage management, but she's kind of lived in that world of, of theatre for the last two decades. So We've both spent a lot of time around actors and in improv classes and, you know, in the world of play and make believe and in in rooms where you could be anything you wanted to be, you know, and where a chair can become anything you wanted to be, yeah. you know. So I think both of us come from that background of of play and make believe and fun and silliness and letting yourself go. So I think that's definitely translated to how we parent the kids okay um and also you know especially for our older one you know I used to bring her into the abbey like every Saturday to yeah. visit mom and um you know she loved being around that kind of world um 
but if I have to say where it comes from, I think it it more so comes from my wife. She is just a big kid. Okay. And every child that meets her wants to oh, be, be yeah, okay, and wants to yeah. be a part of our family. I I'm definitely the more serious and the more, you know, I'm I'm the one who implements any sort of rules in okay. our you house. Ch- you change the toilet roll holder. That's what you're telling me. You put on the fresh toilet roll. You have yeah. to put it on the right side. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I suppose my wife being that, like that source of so much fun for the kids and for me yeah. kind of makes me come out of myself and kind of forget the, the oh, structure and the rules. Yeah. It sounds like mischief and having fun is like, the love language in your house kind of thing like if everyone's in good form like oh 100%. we're going to start role playing and put on a little show a hundred percent you know there have been many uh, a show put on <laughs> behind <laughs> our our curtains in the living room um and yeah we get you know my wife becomes a stage manager i'll i'll do the intro of you know introducing yes. the, the girls you're um, the producer almost. yeah a, yeah you're yeah, taking the organizational yeah, part yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then they're the stars of the show and that's, they love it. Yeah. That's great. I can't wait to come to your house <laughs> for brunch. It'll be so entertaining. I promise no one will scare you, <laughs> yeah. but I might try. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks so much. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Mischief Makers podcast and to Petty Falou for their support. Supporting kids' growth through tailored nutrition and fun, Petty Falou believes little rascals should be nurtured. No one learns from being perfect and there is wonder in the chaos. After all, it's mischief that makes us. If you enjoyed this conversation, check out our other episodes in the series and share on socials.